Welcome back to Flashbacks. I'm Jessica Hall. And I'm Heather Ray Young. And let me just set the mood for all of you that are listening right now. Um, I am about to crack open uh, a cocktail here, and Heather is eating a huge, huge cup of fruit. <laughs> and, and it has that yummy tahini stuff on it, and it's so good. I like that, too, on Bloody Mary's. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> or margaritas. <laughs> you know what? I'm okay with that. And, uh, yeah, but I guess you have a wedding to prepare for. I just got off a cleanse, and I... You need alcohol. <laughs> no, the cleanse was hard. I had to give up coffee, sugar, gluten, dairy, alcohol. So how did you feel? What was the hardest day? The hardest day would be day two. Day two. Day two was hard uh, just because I think I've had caffeine withdrawals. It's something I look forward to in the morning. I love waking up and making my coffee and just, you know, experimenting with different creams and just getting that little kick. And it's just like my daily routine that I had to stop and make a smoothie that tastes like shit. What are you putting in the smoothie? What they tell me to put in. So it's like protein powder, some oh, some like green, green powder, powder, yeah, um, spinach, a uh, little bit of fruit, which is nice, um, almond milk, but non-sweetened whatsoever. It's just so blah. blah. Like it's just, I could taste the protein powder and that's that's the problem that and how like. many days 21 and do you have to do a specific protein powder or yes. can you have oh yes i'm on like one plan i was so gonna I'm say just, you should try mine i do want to try yours because then it can be at least peanut butter chocolate protein so powder i want smoothie. to impl- impl- what's that word implement <laughs> implement implement <laughs> implement that in my life after now that i'm like got that little kick i think i'm ready to start adding definitely what you created because i see you make uh some great recipes oh, on yeah. your instagram and i'm definitely into it so I, I i am gonna start incorporating a little bit of a healthier lifestyle why for sure why don't you just replace a meal with a smoothie like have lunch i do yeah okay well wait replace like, a- now you can just replace a meal with a smoothie so for lunch have blueberries bananas protein powder and then like milk yeah and then that's like a that's your lunch or your for your breakfast yeah smoothie like but you can make it yummier you don't have to do the nasty you know gross one you can do make it yummy yeah no that's that's true the biggest problem is is my wine and coffee it's like when you can't have something, you're craving it. Yes. And it's like, yeah, I'm totally, I'm going to be honest, I'm craving wine. I'm wine craving or coffee? Wine or coffee more? Coffee. Really? Yes. Okay. Yes. Right. Well, because it's the weekday. <laughs> See, I'm not a coffee drinker. I don't know. I wouldn't miss it. I, I like tea, but I don't have to have anything. So, like, I can go the whole day without tea, and I can have a tea. Caffeine does not affect me. Oh, that is why you're so skinny. It doesn't affect me, but sometimes I'm like, oh, I wish the tea would give me, like, a little boost, but it doesn't. Like, I feel the same before or after. So, I need that boost. Um. All right. Well, enough of that. I can't believe I did it. I'm proud of you. Thank you. It's a big I accomplishment. That. That's hard. Yeah, 21 not, days. I'm not going to tell you there was no cheat days, but I, no, <laughs> I, I, I pretty much succeeded. So hey, the, yeah. as long as you you did it and you, um, it's okay to cheat a little bit. It's okay. it's All right. Speaking of putting things uh, hard work, uh, <laughs> wow, I can't even speak. See, this is why I need my coffee. Uh, putting in the hard work. Uh, Heather and I had a guest in last month, and she said something that I think kind of triggered with both of us, especially maybe more you, because yes. she flat out said to you that. Oh, you just had a reality show handed to you. Handed to me. Which is kind of funny because Heather and I were on the phone afterwards. We're like, oh my gosh, like if we talked about half the casting calls that we had to go to, the jobs that we did, uh, the pay that we made. Oh my 
gosh. The Just the type of, ah, uh, the cattle calls, like you name it. So we want to dedicate this episode of Flashbacks literally to flashbacks before where we are today. Yeah, because I think like, you know, we accomplished a lot and we've done, I've had a career in this industry since I was 20, 21 years old. And yeah. you too, like we've yeah. been doing this a long time. And it wasn't easy. Nothing it wasn't was handed. Easy. Everything no. was definitely uh you know, we definitely had to work really hard to where we are today, even if it's embarrassing. Um, hopefully, some of the stuff never comes about, to be honest, on my end. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so we are just going to jump right to it. And I think you and I are just going to go back and forth because I think we have similar situations. Yeah. But uh, for everyone that's listening, is they're, they're going to love it. And they're going to know that it was not handed to it you, was especially not handed, no. with what she said with the reality show. Absolutely not You handed. deserve exactly to be where you are today. I agree. I so do. let's just reminisce to the very, very first time. Like, I'm kind of from here, and I know you're from a little small town, but yes. still California. Yeah. But tell me about your very first casting call. Oh, my gosh. My very first casting or call. Or one that you can remember from very early on. Yeah, it was the one that started my whole career. It was Playboy. Okay, that's not very good, Heather. It is, though, because I had never been to Beverly Hills before. I'd never been to L.A. I grew up in a small town up in the mountains. I never ventured out here. My parents never brought me here. They never told me about L.A. or Beverly Hills or anything. And so I went on Playboy's website months and months and months. I would check and see when the next casting call was in California because they were all around the country. And they had the big one at the mansion where they saw like 400 girls a day. It was like a three-day weekend. I signed up. I drove myself at 20 years old down to the mansion had never been there before i'd never been to beverly hills before got in my car my ford focus i had a stick shift ford focus drove myself down and went to the casting so for being 20 years old never being in this industry coming from a small town never even coming to la yeah to like want it that bad that i you know stalked the website signed up drove myself down here and now i i am where i am today because of that and that was a defining moment in my life that i'll never forget Okay, she cut through a lot, though. So we're going to go back. And, uh, what, did uh, I? Well, no. You just basically post her play when that's no, where you were today. No, I didn't. Exactly. I that's went, why we want to cover all those. Yeah. So even after posing for Playboy, you still had to keep a career. You still had to work hard. Things oh, were yeah. not handed. Oh, there God, there no. was a lot of girls in the business, whether they were, um, I, I can't remember, like the big the pack 10 or whatever it's yeah. called. The, well, I think there, there was, was a lot of different girls in the Playboy world. So everybody was kind of like a little bit competitive when it came to jobs or getting hired or wanting to be at a certain level. There's very few that really made, you know, a good name or a big name for themselves, I should say. So let's talk about... And I wasn't a playmate right away. I did, like, special auditions. I, like, you know, my... I wanted to be a playmate. That's, like, the goal. When you go to... You go to a casting, you want to be a playmate. Yeah. So I didn't make it from the casting. I mean, they saw thousands of girls. So I did special auditions. And then from there, I met... Well, can you explain... a little bit what special editions are yeah so it's like uh women of playboy um you know college girls it, yeah that's what i was trying yeah, to say earlier yes okay so it's like the smaller magazines um still playboy related but yet yeah you're not a playmate yeah. you're a playboy model uh-huh. it's like a one day two day shoot you do with playboy and they're in their smaller magazines you know college girls edition mm-hmm. women of playboy um edition i did hot housewives yeah <laughs> Hot Housewives edition. I remember that shoot, actually. Yeah. You wore an apron. 
That's it. Yes. So, but yeah, so, you know, I didn't, I wasn't a playmate, but, you know, for me, it was a accomplishment just to be a part of Playboy. And that was mm-hmm. my first modeling shoot. It was in uh, Malibu. We shot at this gorgeous house. I'd never been to like a beautiful mansion. It was my first time being at a beautiful house and um, seeing homes like this coming from a small mountain town. I never, we didn't have homes like that. And it was a one day shoot or two day shoot. There was like 14 models, six photographers, and you kind of made the rounds shooting with each photographer. Okay. So after that, I made contacts in the industry, um, started modeling a little bit here and there. And then from that modeling world and having like better modeling photos, I then got an agent, which then got me, you know, I was doing a lot of like the lingerie world so i was doing all those like lingerie companies i was one of the like modeling their lingerie so you know you shoot with them one time and then they get bored of you and they pick another girl but the thing is when they shoot with that one time you don't make that much money and they shoot like 500 images they have you changing left and right like so fast and then they use they own those images they own those like i went to (laughs) another story but i went to a sex shop with a neighbor not that long ago gosh it sounds (laughs) yeah i was helping her out with whatever long story short so i saw a bunch of our friends on all those uh, like leg avenue, leg avenue, yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, these photos are so from years old. ago. Years but you ago. literally, you don't know when you're yeah. young. You sign your life away. You're like, I barely can make ends meet. So well, yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, it was my first start in the industry. Like it was my first time modeling and booking jobs was hard. You're competing with every girl in LA, and like, yes. yeah, being a playmate. Like after I became a playmate, which was. I think maybe a year after I I originally tested or originally went to the casting, you know, that that wasn't handed to me either. Like, you know, I I worked for that and I met with the right contacts and I got in touch with people. And um, but I think, you know, starting to book jobs for someone that's from a small town that had, you know, no money. I was working at Trader Joe's like I came from like working like a normal job. Like I was an esthetician doing skincare. And then, you know, I wasn't even living in L.A. I lived in Manhattan Beach. So like driving up here for auditions and casting. So when you book something, you know, it was a big accomplishment to start making that much money, which wasn't that much money for what we did. it was just more than what you're making at like Trader Joe's maybe. Exactly. Like it was money that I hadn't made, but uh, looking back, I'm like, oh my gosh, that like I I would shoot, you know, 80 different lingerie outfits or Halloween costumes in a spam of eight hours, you know, and like you're changing every 30 seconds or whatever it is. Every minute you're changing, you're rushing and you're you're changing someone's helping you change and you're putting on these outfits and you run back and you do a couple poses and it's all for their magazines or for their online yeah. and addition to that i was doing bikini jobs things like that shoes I, I i have a small foot so i was a shoe model um for sketchers but it wasn't like glamorous i wasn't like modeling for them i was a shoe model like you know <laughs> and um i basically like for me i would say money's money like I need to make money I'm not gonna like turn down a job because it's not paying thousands and thousands of dollars like I was taking jobs for two hundred dollars three hundred maybe five hundred for a full day you know and that's your image being used my image do not look back though now and I'm like oh my gosh I can't believe some of that stuff first of all like 12 hour days and making that type of money but then using your images your video whatever you did yeah. like your rights are like gone but you from don't that day. you don't, you don't know because you, don't you want know. you want to make money like you yeah. know every girl if you say no just like as you know you oh, yeah. say no the next girl is there to take the thousand dollars a day but or whatever it is that's the thing they told you that back then yeah and it's like nowadays i don't think half that stuff would fly i think that the women empowerment and stuff like that is just so much more together than it was back then i mean i, I don't know about you but the guys would literally 
look at me in my face, a casting director is like, you don't want the job, we'll get someone else exactly. that does it. Me too. Or like me walking into an audition and there's like six men in yeah. there, no women. Yeah. And they're all sitting on the couch like, okay, turn music on, dance for the part. Yeah, turn, her, like, turn sorry, around, what? dance around, like let's see you in a bikini. Yeah. You know, I did acting for a while. I was in acting school, like a really, really high-end, great acting school. And I put a lot of time into that, but the roles I was getting was like hot girl roles. Oh, yeah. You know, things like that. Like, it wasn't like... I mean, I had some speaking roles in like big movies, but it was like the hot girl. Things yeah. like... And, and like, it was fun. It was fun to be on set and it was fun to um, to do that and be a part of it. But some of the acting jobs I took before some of my bigger roles were like maybe C movies and I got paid like barely anything and... You know, you just look back. I'm like, why did I do that? I remember uh, filming one time. It was like 30 degrees somewhere up in like Oregon. I was filming this like, you know, horror movie. And I remember like I pulled my back because it was freezing cold. I was like tensing up and shivering. And there was this murder. It was a murder scene where I had to like run away. And um, and I remember like I hurt my back because it was freezing cold. You know, they don't care. You're treated no. like garbage on set unless you're like a star and you know, you're you're treated like crap. You're I I used to do extra stuff too. Like I would do um like on TV shows I was an extra. I was uh, on movies, I was an extra just to make money. Yeah. I'm union. I'm I'm SAG. So any SAG job I could get, I would take just to make a little money. But I love that about you. I love your hustle. I like that because most people, what she's saying, and I can agree because I've been in that same situation, you aren't treated well. But no. people think like on the outside world, that's not in the entertainment business may think, oh my gosh, I saw you in that movie. How cool must that be? No, no, it's not that it's cool. hours of sitting, as yes. you know, hours of sitting. Yeah, they feed you, but you're sitting outside in these chairs a lot of the time, especially extra work. Like, mm-hmm. But that's the thing. Like, I am humble. I It was more money than I had made before in my life. And I knew that with knowing the right people or meeting the right people or being on set or just like working my butt off and not saying no my, I have a problem with saying no to like yeah, to work I've gotten better I like yeah. for me oh. like or like auditions like you know I would drive every day every day from Manhattan Beach to come up to LA and to go to five six auditions a day and never hear back or you know you're told you're not you know you're just whatever it is you put your heart and your soul into these auditions and then you never hear anything back or you just weren't right for the part or you didn't look the part or you weren't skinny enough or you weren't whatever oh, pretty yeah, or whatever it was yeah and it's like you know you put everything into it you get ready you learn your lines you you know, put yourself in front of these casting people you walk in you're nervous like i don't know how many times like i had the most awful stomach aches from being like nervous to go in and do like these auditions you know oh, you're yeah. driving around you're trying to park you're stressed and then you never hear anything back you feel it's, defeated you do yeah, you, you do. feel defeated i remember going to one casting and i'll never forget this woman and she's like big in the soap opera world and where i used to do playboy radio before we were in burbank we had another studio in glendale i think you, yeah yeah you know yeah, i remember so i was it was a big studio so they had other things going on there and at the time they had a casting for one of those general hospital type of shows. Yep. And I was walking to my building to do the radio show and this casting director walked out and she goes, hey, can I talk to you? I was like, yeah, yeah. She goes, do you want to audition for this role? You'd be perfect, the look. And I read the description. I was like, oh, that, you know, kind of sounds whatever. I go, I'm not an actress. Like, yeah. I, I don't even know the first thing how to act. And she was like, no, you got this. Just look it over. I was like, I have a radio show I have to go to when I'm finished. I'll come by. She's like, so we could put you down at what time? And I was like, oh, 11.30. She's like, great. So I went in, did my hour radio show, walked back out, glanced over this crazy amount of lines. I was like, this is insane. I can't. Okay, whatever. I got this. 
I walk in. It was this woman casting director. And I, I go, hi, how are you? She wouldn't even look up at me. She had her head down like, okay. She goes, go ahead. And I go, oh, shit. Okay. All right. I looked at the script and I was like down and I started reading. She's like, I'm going to stop you right there. I was like two sentences in. I was like, what? And she goes, first of all, acting 101, you were reading clearly off the paper and you haven't made eye contact with me. What? Like all this, she started to give me a lesson in acting. I go, um, okay. I was like, you know, I'm not really like an actress. And then she, did, she didn't know I clearly got pulled off. She didn't, straight, know, she didn't know anything yeah. about me. So she goes, oh, let me guess. Small town. You came here. You want to make it in the big city. She's like, oh, but it's not enough. So now you're going to live in the valley. Like what? basically implying like, you know, because everyone. You didn't make it. The val- no, yeah. the valley oh, with porn yeah, yeah, type yeah. of thing. The w- and she just kept oh, going. Sh- the way she said it was so bad. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. And I just stared at her. I go, wow. I said, you know what? All right. Well. You know, I'm going to leave here. Don't really want to be. And I I was so shocked that usually I come back like with a really good comeback, but I could not. So I was just like, you were so rude. And I just kept thinking these poor girls that are walking in here wanting to be. At least I didn't want it. And I walked out. So you could walk away. Yeah. And just and like not feel defeated by it. The lady that pulled me in, she saw me so upset and she came up. She's like, I'm so sorry. I was like, no, no, it's fine. Like, and I just kept like straight ahead walking. I was like, I'm gonna stick to radio. Like, this was awful. Cut to like a month later, my sister started dating one of the soap actor guys and his best friend was that casting director so I, oh. i'm sitting at dinner and i'm like sitting across from her like she acted like she didn't even know me i'm like oh i know you remember me i know you do was, was she like, nice she just acted like she didn't know me she didn't even say anything but i was like ah and how weird t- i think i was having this discussion earlier hollywood's small you're gonna run into these people what goes around comes around but that was like the least of my horrible casting memories um, so that's what I want to ask you. And then I'll think of mine as you tell I don't, me yours. You know, I didn't, I can't remember like one awful one. I was going to so many, Jess. I, I think like. You can't remember one where you just felt like degraded. A lot of them. I oh, mean, yeah. a lot of them, to be honest. Yeah. And like, but then I would book jobs and like, I'd go to like these cattle call um, auditions and I'd book them sometimes. And like those, I was like, wow, out of hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of girls they saw today, I booked it. Yeah, I, I actually booked like I booked a direct. So did that TV. give you like a high? Yeah, it gave me a boost. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I booked a direct TV commercial, a national commercial, um, and I beat out all these like I remember it was like all these like supermodels, and I was like the shortest one. And I remember looking and being like, oh my god, like they're so beautiful, and like I was like looking up at them, like I'm so like I'm never gonna get this. And guess who booked it? Me. Wow. Yeah, they I, like I booked it, and but you know like I just I think those times when you're just waiting in line to go in to see these casting directors, they give you like zero time they don't make eye contact with you you put all this effort in i used to hire an acting teacher and an acting coach and go and like work my lines and like really try and then you'd walk in and they'd basically treat you like you're just trash yeah yeah okay so this i got a call to do i just turned 25 which means you could do liquor oh yeah and the liquor I, it was for bud light lime and i remember my agent called me he was like hey it was like sunday morning i was like what are you talking about sunday and he's like it's the last minute they need it if you book it sunday you're on three days starting monday I was like, oh, all right, well, whatever, I'll go in. I was like, (laughs) I think like nobody went in. I don't know, but I ended up booking it. And it was like a big campaign for Bud Light. I was like on billboards and sunset. But when we were talking earlier about signing our lives away, like I literally signed mine away for like, I'm not going to tell you how much, but it was. Oh, like I've done the same. Oh, I've done the same. So how 
now being successful and looking back, it's like my younger self. I want to be like, my gosh, what did you like? You know, but but just we didn't know and we didn't have people protecting us. Like and now, like, I feel like more empowered because now, like, I know and I've been in the business. So I know when Mm -hmm. to say no. And I know, like, my value now. And like the fact that I'm doing as well as I am now and I took those jobs and I went to set and I put my time in and there was times when I wanted to walk off set and I was like miserable and I'm like why am I here and I stayed because when I commit to something I'm gonna see it through and like there was times even like my ex-boyfriend be like leave why are you doing that like leave and I said no because I've committed and if I leave then I'm affecting their jobs you know I'm affecting what I committed myself to it could be a hundred dollars I've done jobs for zero I did a job one time it was (laughs) And my agent even approved this. It was like for Coca-Cola, but it wasn't. It was like this like stupid commercial that they were trying to pitch for Coca-Cola. And I remember like my agent totally lied to me about it and was like making it seem like it was this like, um, it was for a Super Bowl one year. It was for this like thing for Super Bowl for a Coca-Cola and it wasn't. It was Why like- does it sound familiar? I don't know. You probably were there too or you like got sucked into this Wait, one this too. this sounds really familiar. And I remember like being on set and I remember like texting my agent or calling and being like, this isn't for Coca-Cola. This is like they're trying to make a video to maybe submit for one of these videos for that like people would submit videos to like make the Super Bowl spot. Okay. So it was something like that. And they totally lied to me about it and like led me on and made me think I was going to be filming the Super Bowl video for Coca-Cola, you know, and just things like that yeah. where you trust your agents and they make you do anything. Oh, and then because I was a playmate, they just assumed I would do like topless roles. Like they just like would send me on all these like hot girl, sexy role, topless things. And I was like, I don't want to do, like, just because I shot for Playboy doesn't mean that I'm going to take my top off for a movie role, you know? And my agent in the past wanted me to change my name because (laughs) I was associated with Playboy. And I remember thinking, like, you want me to change my name so I'm not associated with Playboy, but then you want me to go in for topless roles. Do you know how demeaning that is? Like, you're, you're saying I should be ashamed of what I've done, but then you're sending me in to go do topless roles. How does that make sense? Have you ever done the topless role? Yes. So have I. Yeah. <laughs> so demeaning. Yeah. I love that you're saying that yeah. because I'm like thinking to myself, I'm like, oh my gosh, but I got hired. Remember when Playboy would hire their own? Yeah. They had their own like casting. Did you do the movie Deep in the Valley? No, I never did okay, that. Okay. It sounds gross, but listen, guys, it was a spoof. It was a comedy. The main actor was Chris Pratt before oh, he was Chris yeah, Pratt. Yeah. And Playboy had their own little division. And so like me, Tiffany Fallon, yeah. um, there was like 10 of us. And my role was topless shower girl number yeah. one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I did, yeah, I mean, I did some of those, like, you know, B-roll, C-roll movies or whatever, and it was legit roles. I mean, it was legit movies, but, yeah, it was the hot girl part, or, like, there was that one that was, like, a horror, like, funny kind of horror movie-ish, and I remember, yeah, I got killed at the end, I had blood all over me, and it was... And a topless part, you know, and and I think back, I'm like, God, why the hell did I do that? But at the time, no one advised me against it. My agent, who was like one of like a a good agent, was advising me do it. You know, you need to um, have these roles to like get bigger roles, like things like that. And I remember thinking, do I? Like, why should? But I was being advised by people that I trusted. Yeah, you know. And at that time, like, yeah, I was in Playboy. That was my world. So. You know, I, I didn't think against it. I was like, you know, a little bit, but I was being advised to do it. So I didn't I know. I think like you, I, it was hard for me to say no. And I felt like I was letting everyone yeah. down. But in reality, when I look back, I'm like, oh my gosh, you took full advantage of a young girl 
and that didn't know anything but i think you know? a lot of people um and this is great that we're talking here on flashbacks about it heather and i are very open about our past our lives and you know i do believe in the end we are where we are today because of what we did not necessarily maybe the top of shower girl one but <laughs> yeah but, but just but like working hard though and like yes you know i i was afraid probably you too if i said no i was gonna yeah you, know, you were hoping and praying to book anything you know Pretty and much. to like and harder than you guys think harder it was very very hard you're competing with I mean how many girls in this industry that were all like you know were blonde brown eyes and then yeah. two after a while like halfway through my career blondes stopped getting booked for things yeah we weren't booked for things anymore so the job stopped and you know you're like okay and already you commit so much of yourself to this industry and you do feel defeated you you put your heart and your soul into it you work hard you go into these auditions you put everything out there and then you either never hear back or you're turned down or for whatever reason or you book these crappy roles for shit money but it's it's like we did it though (laughs) i don't think i booked any good roles Okay, I did. I must say, like... <laughs> like, ever. But I'm not an actress. You went to acting school. I went to like, acting school. So, for school. me, I would just get these little roles handed to me, meaning... Not handed to me. Like, yeah. I would audition or whatever. But keep in mind, I they never had lines. They weren't big. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't have many. And, like, I mainly... You know, I love modeling. And I booked a couple... Like, I booked, you know, Finish Line Fitness campaign. My picture was oh, yeah. all over. I did... I did a couple big things. But you know nothing nothing huge and even that like didn't pay that well at the time you know like now i look back i'm like oh my gosh i did it for that much but we didn't know different and like like we said we needed the money and if we didn't do it someone else was going to come in and do it heather i was miss makita (laughs) i remember (laughs) where i traveled 86 cities in 10 months yeah and if I tell you what I did that for, you'd probably be like, wait, what? No, I, Jess, I did Toyo tires. I did oh, like about those this, convention yeah. jobs. Like mm-hmm. I did all that too. And like you travel and you're signing posters and you're at all these conventions and you're at all these shows and the money is awful. <laughs> it was awful at the time. But for me, it was a lot of money, you know? Yeah, well, same for me. I was like, oh my gosh, I can make money doing this. But then I would think about like the way we were kind of, uh, you're just kind of an object. You're an object. Yeah, you're there so like- take photos sign posters pose with people in these little outfits and and the guys would say this dumbest thing so when i was miss makita which is uh it's a power two line that they've had for like 35 yeah. years like i was like the 35th so even longer because that was years ago there was other playmates that have done yeah that there too. was a lot yeah. there's cindy margolis did yeah. it uh heather locklear yeah. was one like i mean they were like the legit tool time girl but we had to go to all the di- different cities. And so you think about like construction tools. So when I'm sitting here signing the posters, I'm like, oh, you know, what do you want me to write? Uh, how about you can nail me anytime? Oh and I'm like, oh, God. good one, good one. Or can you write nice screw? And I'm like, oh my gosh, you guys, stop. I've heard these like so many times. Did you write it? Yeah. Yeah, because you're trying to be nice. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, didn't care. I was like, oh gosh. You know what? If you had the guts and the balls to come up to me to ask me that, and if it made your day, well, you know what? Go be it. You know what? I think it is, is like during the time that we are in the like heart of the industry and like we are doing all these auditions and you know, it was so many girls that were fighting for it. And I don't know how it is now, yes. Jess, to be honest. Oh, but I do. I can't. We are all know. fighting for it. We are all going to the same auditions. We are all, like, trying and, like, same working hard. Girls. Yeah. So when we book something, we're like, okay, we got to do it. But then I think we were looked at as objects by people. Oh, yeah. Like, we, I wasn't treated great on set. I was no. treated like dirt. Like, I was treated awful. And there was a couple roles that I did book, and I was, like, a main, the main cast, and I was treated really well. And, like... 
I appreciate those times because I, well, you know, I must say early on in my career, I booked a couple of TV shows and that was my first time on set, like doing TV. And it was, um, it was so fun. Things like that were fun. Like those yeah. memories, the movies, the high end movies I booked were amazing and they treated me so well. But the other ones in between. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I've been there. When you say the extra work, I remember just doing a. Uh, just a couple like I would have a, being out here I'd have friends that were like the casting director yeah and I had a friend that was a casting director for, or for like the girls not like the main casting but just would get all the extras uh, my friend Luke and he did entourage yeah oh yeah <laughs> and I remember going and I was like it was literally a hangout because with all of the same girls we'd literally sit in a nightclub scene waiting for the guys to you come know in. I did a couple of those I'm sure you did yeah. and pool you know, scenes yeah and um, I did nightclub scenes I don't think I did nightclub but I did a couple pool scenes okay which is so funny and then people like still now I'll be like, I saw you on Entourage. I was like, yeah, I oh, I had an extra. <laughs> I had one small line on Two and a Half Men, and people like always remember that. <laughs> and all cute. I said was, it was at his funeral. Uh, and I was like, oh, Charlie. And that was my whole line. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you did it good. He's like, you're on Two and a Half Men. I was like, I wasn't, though. I wasn't. I was literally just an extra, and I got a line. <laughs> like, it's funny, because like, Tarek will be like, you know, my fiance, he'll, he'll be like, let me see some of the stuff you've done. And I'm embarrassed by it. Like, I don't want to show him like any of those like B-roll movies I've done. And I don't even tell him. And I'm embarrassed. You know, I I am. I'm I'm embarrassed by some of the stuff I did, but I can't say I wish I took it back because I think like that's why I'm so humble now because I really appreciate what I have. And, you know, I worked hard to get to this place and I took a lot of awful jobs. I did a lot of free jobs. I was treated like crap and I was stepped on and literally yeah like literally does it make you kind of I'm, i shouldn't say like angry but now watching like these younger kids that are influencers or these kids playing on youtube and they're just making a shit load of money that like you don't know what we had to do <sighs> yeah. i had to take my top off but <laughs> like, i think i think like now it's, like it's good that those kids have that platform to make that much money because like i wish we had that i hope they have like people helping them i'm sure they do yeah. i'm sure i feel like kids now are more savvy with with things and they're starting their careers True. earlier and they're becoming entrepreneurs and business people rather like we didn't know anything i had no one guiding me like i was just like i know honestly if i did have some guiding me there's no way i would hope i would not do half the stuff me too and that's why i say like i look back i'm like why but at the time like i didn't think it would hurt my career i just thought it would help my career like I was told take everything because you have, you know, you don't have a lot on your resume. So just take every job and then you can have that on your resume. Because back then, that's what they looked at. Resumes, remember? Yes. What and a headshot, jo- a printed headshot. What modeling jobs have you done? I had, we had to come go in every time and update our resume with every modeling job I had ever done, every commercial, every acting job. Yep. I used to do um, infomercials. I did Shakeway. I did like all these oh, like I different infomercials. infomercials. I used to do them like a couple times a year. Um, I'd get paid like, you know, a couple hundred, 500 bucks maybe for for a day shoot of an infomercial like f- fly in wow. fly out like yeah. things like that even playboy like as much as i love playboy like we weren't paid that much money wait heather hmm. did you go on that job <laughs> i can't believe i'm admitting this um yeah we'll, we'll we'll talk about this last job and i hoped i think you were there it was a playboy job that well i don't know if it was technically hired through playboy but it was we got hired to go to a football game on a the yes, biggest <laughs> I was with you. <laughs> what I was with was you. that? So if you guys seen the movie Rat Race, this is kind of what I felt like this was. Yeah. It was one of the biggest airplane jets. I don't yes. even know because I don't I'm not It was that. like a seven thirty seven jet. There was two of them. So insane to yeah. where you could actually do obstacle course and yeah. stuff, which oh, yeah. we did do we did. on the planet. <laughs> I can't believe 
things like that. But, the, but that's why, like, no, we on, all, like, like all the, but like <laughs> the things we put ourselves through. That's what I'm saying. But we did it together. Like, I'm like, it okay, was well, fun. That well, was Jessica, fun. Jessica said yes. Okay, I'll do it because Jessica said yes. So funny you said Sarah that. Sarah Jean Underwood said yes. yes. I'll do it because Sarah's doing it. Like the girls yes. that Cara Monaco, like yep. the girls that I respected yep, at that agreed. time, like were good girls. I was like, you know what? Like we're all going. Let's do it. Like. It's funny you brought that up because I'm exactly the same way. I'm like, oh, wait, who's confirmed? Oh, yeah. I love that girl. Yeah, oh, she's killing it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. She's making, yeah, she's yeah. successful. She's doing well. Yep. Sure. Let's all go. And it was fun. It was like a big party. We had yeah. fun, but like. Honestly, no regrets. No regrets. You and know? like, and it makes us who we are today. And we can reminisce on those. Yep. And like, we appreciate our lives now because we worked so hard and we didn't yeah. come from anything. I wasn't handed anything. No, you neither was I. You weren't handed anything. Absolutely like not. everything I did I put myself out there and I worked hard for it and I'm proud of myself and I don't like people ask me about Playboy and do you regret it and oh you know no I absolutely don't regret it Uh, yeah it changed my life and like everything after Playboy I don't yeah I'm embarrassed by a lot of it but I don't regret it because those are the choices I made to get where I am today yeah I mean there's a few I could do without but yes so I am so glad that we have this platform flashbacks here on Action Park Media and we can kind of you know, set the record straight. When we think something wasn't fair or said, we can come back on here and we could tell you, no, like this is what it took and what we had to go through. And oh my gosh, I it mean, wasn't the easy. It wasn't. It wasn't. So. And I think, like for me, like I did throw in the towel a couple times. Like I was done with yeah. the industry because it's it's exhausting. It can be Very demeaning. Much. Like you have to have thick skin and like you have to put everything into this industry to make it. And there was a couple of times I just felt defeated. I'm like, you know, I'm exhausted. I can't yeah. do this anymore. I can't like, you know, feeling not pretty or feeling not skinny enough or like not 100%. good enough. Cause yeah. you're compared to all these, be- we have the most beautiful women yeah. in LA and of you're course. compared to everybody and we're all going against the same jobs. And so I definitely walked away for a while. And then I remember when I came back though, I felt strong and empowered and fresh and yeah. Uh, but the reality show, like we weren't, we weren't seeking that. We didn't go out and try to find a real, get a reality show. Like they yeah. came to us, turned it down a bunch of times, and then finally, like we liked what Adam presented and our creator, and we said yes. But it wasn't like it was just handed to us. Like, and I was already a working real estate agent, so you know, I'm sure a lot of people might think that. And um, so we're clearing the air yeah. now. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, so yeah, we definitely reminisce and we flash back here on today's episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. I'm Jessica Hall. And I'm Heather Ray Young. <laughs>